0: Hello and welcome Hello. Welcome to another edition <laughs> of Thinking Like a Lawyer. I'm Joe Patrice from Above Law. I'm joined by Catherine Rubino as per huge
1: As per huge Yeah, I'm here. It's yeah. officially summer. This past weekend was, I think, the first weekend of summer
0: yeah and it's a heat advisory here uh, there's uh a major not heat.
1: just on the east coast i mean well yes oregon actually our, is, yeah. our
0: poor heat wave like is it's a serious heat wave and nobody cares because of what's happening on the west coast uh,
1: well it's really bad there
0: yeah well i'm i'm actually originally from oregon as some people know and you know that that's a place where you know very mild summers you know Mid eighties is so like a, when it gets up, it really hot. Yeah, uh, it's apparently 118 degrees now. That is now. too hot. People yeah. aren't
1: meant to live in places that are that hot.
0: Yeah, I mean Well, I know. Like
1: this weekend was the Olympic trials in Eugene, uh, as usual. And, yep. Yeah, and they said that the temperature on the track was 148. Yeah, that is that yeah, is not good. If you need more evidence of cataclysmic climate change, yeah, I'm done. You're I'm over. Like this is it.
0: Yeah, it's uh not great. Well, so yeah.
1: Yeah, so that's summer. It doesn't seem like it's going to be it's going to be a hot girl summer, but not in quite the way um, I anticipated. Okay.
0: Fair enough. So um, you
1: listen? I'm trying here.
0: Well, no, that's yeah, fair. Um, don't really have any good way of leading into anything. So let's hear from our friends at Lexicon. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal services and technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, HR, billing, client intake, and more so you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. Okay, so we're back and we have uh, we some, have some big news. news. Yeah. We have all kinds of news. Yeah. So, um it's
1: big news for yes. so, Above the Law.
0: Yes, for those of us, uh, you know, for long time Above the Law readers, you may notice a change in the last couple of days and that's because... Today, as we're recording, is the first day that we bring on Chris Williams, who's joining us to do some, uh, to join in the ATL crew. So welcome to the show. We'll introduce you here.
2: Woo hoo!
1: Yeah. (laughs) How are you doing, Chris?
2: Um, I'm very good. Very good. Um, In a heat wave underneath a fan with air conditioning, so I feel blessed.
0: (laughs) I cannot complain. So Chris is coming to us from, for those of you who are real deep into the law school lawyer ecosphere of comedy uh chris comes to us (laughs) largely from the uh law school memes for edgy t14s meme group on facebook which uh if you haven't checked out you should i used to post some of them on above the law here and there where he's been working as a moderator and growing that to uh, how many people are in there now
2: we have a couple uh, a couple (laughs) thousand i think a hundred thousand yeah it's
0: pretty yeah. good. a 100,000 uh it's been cited in like a law review articles and stuff even. I,
2: I, some some I think it was like a like a Harvard or something. Yeah,
0: yeah I've heard of that school. Yeah, you know Not it's that interesting. they're doing
1: too well in the rankings. Yeah,
0: it's interesting you mentioned that because that's a good place for us to transition, I guess, to talk about uh, a substantive story for a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. Above the law also does its version of law school rankings. Uh, right. We do this slightly differently than the way U.S. News does. We well,
1: I mean, there's there's only value in doing it differently, right? Well, right. Yes, it, one already exists, and and I think there are some really important differences in the way that ATL does our law school rankings. Yeah.
0: So if you haven't checked out the top 50 law school rankings, you should do that. You'll see that our system, which tends to rely on outputs, the ability of people to get jobs with relatively little debt are weighed much higher than, you know, the GPAs and LSAT scores that are the inputs to law school that US News does. Bringing us all the way around to that school that Chris mentioned, Harvard, is (laughs) ranked ninth and tied with uh,
2: your law school. Oh wait, is 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 cursing a thing here? Is that is that okay? <laughs>
1: yes,
0: we have the explicit
2: tag. Right, well, as, as as the French say, "Oh shit!" Yeah, <laughs> like, we take those. <laughs> we take those. Yeah.
0: yeah, Wash U in St. Louis is tied with Harvard, uh, which raised some eyebrows around mostly, the world. Mostly,
1: mostly ours. <laughs> yeah. Well, I
0: mean, it's yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I mean, look, it's um, obviously Wash U is a. It's not like it's a secret that it's a good school. Even in the U.S. Mm -hmm. News rank, in those other rankings, I guess I'll call them from now on. In those other rankings, it is still a top 20 school. It's not like it's Mm -hmm. a a real shock that it does well. But in our rankings, it got a big boost because as it turns out, its employment numbers are better than Harvard's. More folks are coming out of there with full-time long-term jobs in the law than come out of Harvard. But what I will
2: say is I will default to... ATL's ranking one for just personal (laughs) bias, but also it lets me talk way more shit at a bar in Boston. Right, (laughs) like oh Harvard sup peer like what?
1: (laughs) Well, I know Joe and I frequently bicker about the quality of our respective law schools, and both of them have been kicked out of the top ten
0: in the ATL in the ATL rankings.
1: Yes, yes, Mm. both Columbia and NYU are no are not in the top ten.
0: Yeah, Mm. I mean, we're how's that? How's that feel? I mean, it, it it gets a little rough. Um, mm. We've never actually done; neither of our schools have ever done well in our system because well, they're one expensive. Of the, they're yes, they're living in New York is more expensive, and so they get dinged because while our employment numbers are generally pretty good, you know, it costs more, and you could you could land at a big law firm in New York, you know, going to places that are not quite as expensive as NYU and Columbia. So. Wait,
2: is WashU cheap? Because based off of my now, tuition. It, it is not,
0: uh, but though it is, it's relative, right? Yeah, yeah, it, it, it <laughs> right. is cheaper than uh, than NYU and Columbia by. I was looking at law school transparency's numbers. It's something like total cost including your living and yada 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 assuming mm. zero uh scholarships and everything was like 350 for uni schools and like 302 or something like that for so that's not nothing. U, which is still that's not hugely nothing. expensive yeah. but uh yeah. but you know it's that little bit that can make a
2: difference in a ranking system that cares about debt loads but but i will say to anybody thinking about uh ranking and like cost of living based off of where you want to go uh St. Louis really bad Philly cheesesteaks and chopped cheeses. Mm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Not, their transit system had much to ask for. So, I mean, that's also something to factor in. But that's cool here because it's my first time hearing it. So Yeah.
0: No, no. So the, um, so yeah, top 10 school. Uh, I actually had a, an interchange with a Wash U grad uh, over internet because I wrote a piece saying that, you know, obviously there are some weaknesses with our rankings and some people might point to like this particular inflation and I explained why and like how we don't we don't have the ability to really discern out the full time, long term jobs from like if you're working for Paulsonelli in St. Louis, uh, that's a you know big national firm, and you're you've got a good gig, but like you can't quite.
1: You're probably also not making two hundred five. Right, it can't quite measure yeah.
0: that versus working for Scadden in New York, and that distinction matters mm-hmm. because WashU is very good about getting people jobs, and about a quarter of them are in Missouri, and that's something we can't really parse with our rankings
1: right whereas like columbia has the most folks going into big law period yeah. and that is not rewarded nearly as much as just getting them full-time long long-term. long-term law jobs yeah yeah Anyway,
0: but yeah, so I had a back and forth, and you know, this is a WashU grad who has a big law job in New York, and was saying, well, I mean, it's possible, and I'm like, I'm not saying it's not. I'm sure. just saying that okay. you know,
1: there there are a lot of people there's a lot
0: of people who
1: get those jobs,
0: but uh, but I mean, yeah, you can
1: go to Toro and get a big law, well, yeah, but not you can
0: you yes, can. but that's not that's not a fair comparison. Sure, um, this is this I'm is, just
1: saying it's possible.
0: This is <laughs> much more likely to get it out of WashU, but.
1: Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I yes, there's probably like the top grad at, at those kind of lower tier schools versus a whole tier of folks at, at WashU. Yeah.
0: How's Vanderbilt? Uh, not as good. Actually, it's interesting that you mentioned that because we actually wanted to talk through that a little bit, which is Vanderbilt's obviously the school that in the U.S. news rankings is right next to you. They're very comparable. But in this ranking, there's much more of a gap. And that was one thing that stood out to us.
1: Yeah, and it's it's interesting, too, because the employment numbers at WashU tend to be better historically as well. And I think that that, I mean, for our rankings, that's definitely what the issue comes down to, yeah. you know. Well,
0: you know, I wonder if, you know, obviously the the top several percentage, half, maybe even more of these schools, both these schools are able to kind of go to whatever market they want to go to. But I also wonder to what extent there's, you know, for the folks that are at the bottom of those classes, like in Vanderbilt, like there's one market to kind of go to Nashville, you go into that market, whereas with WashU has the advantage of being able to funnel into either a St. Louis or a Kansas City market. Maybe that's a reason why the numbers are a little bit better. I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, what Vanderbilt was 15. And obviously WashU tied for ninth. I guess I'll just, I, you know, yeah, I'll the, just read them. So yeah. uh, the top honors was Chicago this year, uh, then, then UVA and Duke, Cornell, Michigan, Yale, Penn, Stanford, and a tie between WashU and Harvard for the top ten.
1: Where mm. did ours? Are, wait.
0: Columbia ended up thirteenth, mm. and NYU is sixteenth. Well, one of you is still T fourteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How's
1: that feel, Joe?
0: Um, I don't. The T14 is a number that only matters in the U.S. news world. Here is here. Sure,
1: but it's know. become a colloquial way to refer to the elite of.
0: Yeah, it has, law and we're gonna yeah.
2: ignore that. Uh, okay. I, don't, <laughs> I don't see I will any not. reason. I will not. <laughs> I'm finally at a T14 school. You can take that how you
1: will.
0: Well, actually, on that note. You're not, finally, uh, last year Wash U was 14 in our rankings, so was already T-14. Well, this
2: is ranks. top 10 now. Yeah. I feel like it's, I feel like it's tier 14 or is it T-14-er now that there's higher up? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know what the proper grammatical
0: uh, yeah. <laughs> term yeah. on that. It was One of the two. Yeah. So, uh, well, now, so I guess let's, um, now that we've talked about a bit of a substantive story for a little bit, let's, transition uh, get a little bit more of uh, introducing you to the audience so like how'd you get into the meme group situation
2: uh, okay uh so the way it worked out and I'm just I'm just very online and it turns out that Facebook is a great way to avoid learning the rules against perpetuity
1: <laughs> fair
2: it was my go-to I was like oh do I really care that much about standing no, no. but <laughs> They have haha reacts. I want those. So that's kind of how it started. Join the group. And then there was one point where they were asking for, you know, people that were interested in being mods. And just on a whim, I, uh, you know, I did one of those I volunteer as tribute, you know, whistle sound from Hunger Games. (laughs) And then, you know, I I posted a few memes. Some of them were good. The other ones we will not acknowledge. And they just, they were like, okay, fuck it, you're on. And I'm like, okay, cool. So then I, found a way to not get kicked off from the moderating group and then after like i guess i don't know if it was a year in real time a year in internet time or a year in covid time but after a year i just became an admin so yeah became more more involved with the uh the general politic of the group which really just means there's a cool group chat that we all have where we get to like have uh conversations with each other and it came more of like a um group of people I was in. I actually became closer to a lot of the fellow admins and, and moderators in my cohort in WashU. Yeah. So that was interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. So one,
1: one of the questions I always love to ask on podcasts when you're trying to get to know someone for a legal podcast is, why did you go to law school in the first place? Uh, you are You're much closer to the law school experience than myself or Joe, but I think it's always kind of an interesting question to kind of figure out you know, how people approach the profession.
2: Sure, um, I think the the long answer to why I went to law school is because I didn't have as good of a mentor as I could have. Um, <laughs> so to keep this colloquial, see right, what had happened was <laughs> I graduated from Rutgers, Newark, two degrees, had a degree in philosophy, and I had a degree in African and African-American studies. And I thought to myself, I really want to keep on reading the work of cool black people and dead white men. (laughs) How can I do this without becoming a career student? I figured I could either get a PhD and teach philosophy at some school and then be a adjunct professor and then get screwed over and never get tenure. Or-
1: Sounds about right, yeah.
2: (laughs) Or I could get a law degree, teach jurisprudence, get paid six figures, to teach legal philosophy and still have summer break. So that's what I wanted to do. That's the reason I went to law school. I had no intention of ever practicing. I mean, you
0: can definitely read exactly those two categories of authors in the law. So that's that, <laughs> yeah. that, that what there is that.
1: So what, it, was, it was a clever way to do that.
2: I mean, it was an attempt. It was an attempt. So the thought was, and I figured, and this is the thing about Washu, kind of the, the, the climate was also those people that I taught myself, OK, I'll get in little bit of a scholarship. I'll finish 1L, top five in my class, be phenomenal, transfer to uh, Harvard, Yale, Stanford, NYU, because those are the teacher schools, right? Mm-hmm. Do all my readings. People are like, get a study group. I'm like, eh, I'm good. I don't need one of those. Get my first grades back. I got a 3.18. And I was like, oh, this is what it sounds like when dreams die. <laughs> 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 so after that, I'm like, looks like I'm not transferring. But then I had one of those, you know, aim for the stars, because even if you fall, you'll be on the moon. Washu's a good moon, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so decided to stick it at Washu, met some amazing people, accrued some amazing debt, and now I'm here.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, um, it's great to have you because we – we really do feel um, – Catherine kind of made the allusion to us being old, which I did not appreciate at all a second ago, <laughs> but she, she did it anyway. He
1: graduated this year. Right. Anything <laughs> more than 2020, yeah. right, is – he's closer to the law school experience right. than no, we are. I, I
0: agree, I agree, I agree. Yeah. So anyway. not old. Yeah, okay. I will well, be very mm, clear mm, about yeah. that. So, yeah, no, but <laughs> – but yeah, no, uh, it, it's great to have somebody who's actually – been in law school more recently because you're going to have a lot different. I mean, I don't even know what that situation's even like anymore other than what people occasionally tell me. And I'm sure I don't get the best reports. So
2: I mean, it's probably the same as what you did. You know, we go in the contract, we put on the, the the VR set, you know, we <laughs> listen to, you know.
0: Nah, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so, yeah, no, it's, I will say that yeah. I
1: had my study guides like the commercial outlines that i bought on cassette tape what yes i had a cassette tape version so i could like do it while i was like walking around and and running errands wow because i had like a walkman like the original like cassette tape
2: wow the closest relationship i have to cassette tapes is that some games have like the cassette image icon (laughs) as the save function (laughs) 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 so there may be a bit of a difference some
0: anachronistic picture, yeah. Um. Wow, wow, Catherine.
1: Well, I yeah. also bought every study guide for every class. So, oh, see, and I, I was like, yeah. "Ooh, this one's available in cassette. Let me see if I can, if I'm more of an auditory learner."
0: Yeah, I, I probably should have because I do. You like are that, in fact an I auditory didn't. learner. Well, let's take a quick break here, and we'll come back and talk about a, another one of those stories. Uh, you know, since we're talking about law school, you know, mm-hmm. did you you, why law- did you
1: go to law school? Well, Did you go it, to be it, a lawyer?
0: You went to law school to be a lawyer, not an accountant. Uh, Although in this case, Chris has now told us that sometimes you can go to law school to be something not a lawyer too. So, maybe <laughs> maybe this ad read isn't quite entirely correct. But you went to law school to be a lawyer, not an accountant. Take advantage of Nota, a no-cost iOLTA to management tool that helps solo and small law firms track client funds down to the penny. Enjoy peace of mind with one-click reconciliation, automated transaction alerts, and real-time bank data. Visit trustnota.com/legal to learn more. Terms and conditions may apply. So, yeah, the, the other thing we often do on the show is talk through what the big stories of the week had been. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, now we've got Chris here and we can bring him into this talk too. So, uh, the biggest story of the week is people still got raises, but we've talked about that now for two weeks. I'm over so, there's it. not really anything more mm-hmm. to say. The next big one is one of my stories. In Illinois, there is a lawyer who has some trouble with the disciplinary committee right now. The discipl- Ro- Ro. disciplinary committee seems a little displeased because according to the complaint that they released, he billed 2,200 some odd hours to a matter that was closed. What? That's
1: that's not right.
0: (laughs) So, uh, this attorney who was an associate was at the time an associate at Lewis Brisboy's was working on a pro bono matter for an inmate. That matter ended because, uh, They lost, and it meant that the firm was no longer pro bono counsel to them. There was a letter sent out explaining, you know, we no longer represent you. That's that. This associate, according to the complaint, continued billing to research and drafting of the summary judgment motion. So that happened. The the matter ends in January of 2020. He bills the entirety of 2020 to researching and drafting the summary judgment motion to the tune of a little over 2,000 hours, which conveniently was enough to get his bonuses, so interestingly uh, enough. I
1: I, I, am, I support robust pro bono programs for big <laughs> law firms as much, if not more, than the average bear. But 2,000 hours and you don't need approval? Right. What is going Where were on these here? Yeah. What is going on? A, a lot of firms, you have things like, you know, Up to 100 or 200 hours of pro bono will be counted towards your bonus numbers. And listen, it's great if it's unlimited, but usually somebody has to check a button somewhere and say, yep, this one's okay.
0: Somebody in our tips line actually wrote me and said, if you build 2000 hours to a pro bono matter in my firm, they would give you some sort of an award <laughs> They'd like, for PR reasons. They would be like press release. Look at our great associate who built this much. to it." Uh,
2: May, wasn't the award sanctioned or something?
1: <laughs>
0: the award <laughs> appears to be sanctioned. Yeah. So it's a
1: great way to pass COVID year, though.
0: So that was 2020, uh, and then January and the first couple weeks of February of 2021, he continued billing to this matter, uh, which-
1: That's I, a really long time for any summary judgment yes. motion. Like, that yeah. is too long.
0: <laughs> like, some red flag should have come
1: up. Is there no mentorship at the firm? Like, I know everything was kind of thrown into chaos because of, you know, global pandemic, but come on, yeah. no one's paying attention to what he is doing? <laughs> no one? No one. Ah! I blame the firm here. Listen, I mean, obviously, you know, don't make up billables. Sure. Everyone knows that, though. But I think the real lesson here is that big law firms have to have some sense of what their associates are actually working on. Yeah. I I mean, that means he spoke to no one about his case for over a year. Right. Like like from a management perspective, even if it wasn't pro bono, even if it wasn't closed, that means no one is watching what happens. That also means that like there's no partner like paying attention when there are pro bono matters to be like, oh, let me read a copy of I would like to see it before it gets filed. There's none of that going on.
2: Are you sure this wasn't just like an SNL skit or an Onion (laughs) article that got leaked? (laughs) It's unbelievable. If we if we
1: made this as like a joke on ATL, people like that's dumb. That doesn't happen. That couldn't happen. Somebody would notice.
0: It started making the rounds in Chicago legal circles. This complaint, uh, and that's where it was forwarded on to us from there. Uh, Yeah. Well, I mean, this can only happen on pro bono, right? Because if it were a billable matter, somebody would have had to go try somebody and collect would, the money. Right, right. And right. that would have been the moment someone noticed. Uh, it, it's a testament to how, I guess, lax their concern for their pro, their own pro bono program is that nobody bothers to keep up with what's going on there. Now,
1: listen, I've heard stories about uh, aso- young associates ghosting on their jobs and just not showing up to work for a while, and it takes weeks, maybe months, for the firm to notice.
0: Wow, you're 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 not. That's not a situation where you heard. You no. are literally subtweeting a person that we both know in real life. But move on.
1: <laughs> Correct. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but still, the firm noticed within six weeks. That's it a long, was about six weeks, and that is a long time to n- not know what your associate is doing. Yeah, but it is understandably long. It is not. Over a year. Over a year. But it, it's too much. Yeah. I mean, it probably would not have happened if we weren't in the middle of a pandemic, right? Don't we think? I mean. We think that, right? <gasps> I
0: mean, <laughs> I, ge- I guess because if you're the
1: physicality, physically yeah. in
0: an office, people might bump into you and ask you questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's the one thing, but yeah.
1: That's crazy.
0: Yeah. That's crazy anyway yeah no so there's disciplinary action uh so yeah, yeah that's, you would imagine
1: uh, disciplinary <laughs> action yeah
0: because he's uh, obviously there's some deceit involved in yeah. something uh-huh. like this but uh-huh. there's also the uh financial aspect of uh he,
1: stealing money for year he
0: kept getting exactly the numbers required to meet his bonus targets
1: uh and to continue working at yeah. the firm yeah
2: yeah is this is this uh is this firm hiring Because <laughs> I got a couple hours in my back pocket
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah no um
1: that that's that, uh that's a deal that was a great story
0: yeah uh anyway so there's uh there's that I think that's pretty much everything we got right
1: well welcome to the team Chris yeah are you excited you. hope terrifying probably terrifying um
2: all the, all the words, all yeah. the words.
1: <laughs>
0: well, for now, uh, for readers who are looking forward to stuff for now, you're not going to be doing a full-time stretch because you're still studying for uh yield exam, but, uh, that
2: is, that is right.
0: Yeah. But soon enough. So there'll be some part-time, uh, you'll see them on our social media and stuff part-time for the short term. And then, uh, then transitioning into doing more.
2: And I may or may not be planning on writing a, uh, a love letter to the bar as I study for it. There you <laughs> go. And I think about the my class from my friends from last year's class that just didn't have to at all and are doing the law thing. So, you yeah. know, it'll it'll be it about it'll be about the, the major significance of this uh trial. It's not like it's hazing or anything. Um, it's very <laughs> so important. Bad. So bad. Yeah, and every
0: Every, like and we've done a lot of coverage on this too. Like everything about last year was basically it was like the pressure test that broke all of the myths we told ourselves about whether or not the bar exam was useful. And we walked away going, no, not really.
1: Don't worry, we're, we the industry has learned nothing from the experience.
2: Yes, I mean they're still profiting. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean that's uh,
1: <laughs> how to make money without even trying.
2: Yeah.
0: All right. Well, so with that said, <laughs> Let's go uh, thank- enjoy
1: this summer. Yeah.
0: Thanks, everybody, for listening. You should be subscribed to the show. That way you get episodes when they come out. You should give them reviews, stars, write something, show some engagement that shows more people that we are a law podcast out there that folks should be listening to you should listen to the jabot which is Catherine's other podcast you can check me out on legal tech weeks journalist roundtable talking about legal tech stories every week you should be reading above the law obviously for all of our content you should connect on social media i'm at joseph trees she's Catherine one uh the number one chris what's your social media info C.
2: Williams at Above the law.com.
0: There you go. Yeah. So if you want to get in touch with him, uh, you can always get in touch with all of us at once by writing things to tips at Above the Law.com. That comes to all of us. That's a very useful place to write if, you know, I don't know. Your Raises. law firm has a raise that we need to talk about. If or, there's
1: someone at your firm who built two <laughs> thousand hours, or, or to someone a next matter. to you built two
0: thousand hours. Yeah, all of these sorts of things, uh, you should reach out to us.
1: And all tipsers are always kept strictly confidential.
0: Obviously, obviously, good point. Let's see what else. Is that everything? Oh well, and thanks to our uh, advertisers, noted by, uh MT Bank and Lexicon. And yes, now I think we're done. Peace. Yeah, It's been a pleasure.